This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. We have a little more clarity on unplanted acres in the government's trade assistance package. A government official tells AgriPulse the Department of Agriculture's top lawyers have confirmed unplanted acres cannot receive market facilitation program payments. That's because the program uses USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation Authority, so assistance is limited to crops that have been produced. But provisions in a recently passed disaster bill could provide additional assistance to prevented planting acres. Language in the bill would make those acres eligible for increased PP payments, but the specifics on just how big of an increase can be expected have yet to be announced. For more on the news, check out the story from Bill Thompson and Phil Brasher on agripulse.com. Large swaths of unplanted land can be seen across the Midwest as wet conditions have prevented producers from working their fields. In some cases, entire farms have yet to plant a single acre of crop this year. Things may be wet across the Corn Belt, but the southeast is approaching drought conditions. Brad Rippey is a USDA meteorologist. He says topsoil moisture shortages are spreading throughout the region. And as we move into June, on the 2nd, we actually see South Carolina leading the nation 95% short, Georgia not too far behind at 88%, followed by Alabama at 76%, also above 50% North Carolina and Florida. And then coming on strong, hard to believe because it was wet in these states not too long ago, but Louisiana drying out in the topsoil moisture layer, 46%, Mississippi at 32%, and Tennessee at 39%. So that entire area of the southeast drying out very quickly. He says the hot dry weather is hitting the southeast at a critical time. That is a concern, particularly for corn, which in some of the southern states is reaching the uh, reproductive stage of development and a big concern as topsoil dries out. And we've also seen very hot conditions with temperatures at times exceeding 100 degrees. Next week's weather looks like cooler temperatures and wetter conditions across the country, with the western and Gulf Coast regions serving as exceptions. Trump administration officials met with Mexican leaders today to discuss a Mexican plan to stem illegal immigration into the United States and avoid a 5% tariff on the country beginning on Monday. Lawmakers and trade advocates are worried the tariff could endanger passage of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more on an industry watching the deal closely. Grain and livestock sectors would not be the only commodities to suffer if the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement isn't ratified soon. The seed industry would also. Abigail Struxness is the Senior Director of International Programs and Policy at the American Seed Trade Association. She says Mexico and Canada are top trading partners of seeds. Just last year, $630 million of U.S. seed exports went to Mexico and Canada. They're our top two largest trading partners. So obviously we care a lot about the new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. We would love to see a vote be taken up soon. Very few changes were made to agriculture in USMCA. One of them was phytosanitary regulations for seeds. This agreement is the most modern agreement that's been negotiated when it comes to things like phytosanitary regulations and intellectual property protections. A lot of good work was done to harmonize those regs between the countries. And, you know, we just want to make sure that we're able to maintain the great trading relationships we have with those two countries. Struxness hopes U.S. and Mexican administration officials meeting in D.C. this week We'll have productive conversations and reach an agreement before tariffs take effect Monday. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, a House subcommittee hearing on the relocation of two USDA research agencies was a borderline one-party affair. 
AgriPulse's Steve Davies reports House Republicans opted against questioning witnesses at a hearing examining the moving of the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture outside the D.C. Beltway. The hearing featured three witnesses, all of them invited by the Democrats as subcommittee Republicans chose not to invite a witness. Subcommittee Chair Stacey Plaskett of the Virgin Islands says the moves have not been adequately justified. To date, the actual benefits to ag research or an economic analysis of this proposal have not been conveyed. ERS and NIFA are already understaffed well below their appropriated staffing levels. Instead of pushing forward a proposal that will only exacerbate staff losses, USDA should be working to adequately staff these agencies. Earlier this week, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said an announcement on the relocation could come within days and weeks. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.